Good morning. So we are now officially in Mimer 5 of Iron Bays. So first of all, are you all up to that? I don't know. I want to make sure we're the same. That's Mimer. Uh, let me see. The truth is I can go slower if you're going slower. It's fine. I'm just uh, trying to... Everybody's in Shlach? Huh? So you're able to... I want to say five, five days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So five days, you're able to do a mimer? Uh, huh? Okay, Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so we're up to mimer five. Well, anyway, I'm, as you see, I've been summing up the my modern Bukhlal because Thayim uh, Bayes, Zion Bays, that it can never hurt to review again and again and again. I'm teaching a class already eight years now. We're up to the end of volume two. Talking about thousands of classes and constantly have to connect it all because it's one big Hemshik. That's the bottom line. As a matter of fact, it's Ashraq Pratis. What we're learning here, the Mimer I'm learning now, the Kachtan Lacham Ayim Vov, is Mamish referring back to is my modem here. So interesting connection. But the component Mimer 5 is Shlach Lacha. And I always point out the Friedrich Rebbe's summary, in the beginning, he writes, it's always good to have, because anything we have from the Rabbeim that sums up a Maimer can only be useful. Now, that doesn't mean it's the Maimer, the entire Maimer, it's sometimes it's the middle of the Maimer. That's how the Friedrich Rebbe wrote it. But Pastor, he was writing for himself, and for all of us, some notes just to, you know, to keep... To be able to uh, contain uh, 144 Maimorim, and then more that was said later, that was sorry written, uh, just a way to keep some structure here. So where do we leave off? I just want to go over last Maimor because I think Maimor four is very critical to the whole uh, so-called bridge to go further into the next uh, section. So to sum up the kitzur, the Rebbe Rashab is laying out as we spoke the map, the map of What's called in English the cosmic order. We call Seydishtalshus. What is Seydishtalshus? Essentially a structure that Abishta created in order to have a relationship with us. Because he didn't just want to create. He wants that's a relationship. It's a So on one hand, it's for the for Relikus, and we know for Atzmus himself. And it's Bitachtainim Dafka. And the dilemma is these two are opposites in every possible way. So say the shtalshul is this kishmoi kenu. Shtalshul means nishtalshul, like a shalshelis, a chain. What's a chain? Link to link, and you go from one level all the way to the other. You could have a link of a chain across the whole world, thousands or millions of links, but they're all connected. But in this case, it's not equal links because every link is so-called either a higher level or a lower level. And essentially, in simple terms of aveda, a person's growing. What is growth? You want to measure your growth? It's basically you can say. Are you moving from Yasiya to Yitzira to Bria to Atzilus and, and Hecher? And within each world itself, from Malchus to Yisod, etc. <clears throat> so each level is technically really a level for us, like a lag, a rung in the ladder, like the Moshe given Sulam Mutzav Arzok from um, the Posig by Yaakov. So it says Sulam Zutfila. And the Rezoyar says, Achsidus explains, it was four rungs on this ladder. The four rungs are the four elements. And the four sections of davening every day. 
I mentioned it in different ways it's explained, but Derech Klal is Bichas Hashachar, Pesukah De Zimra, Bichas Krishma and Krishma, and Shemines. Sometimes a little different, but that's the structure. So when we're davening, we're actually on a journey. We're not just saying words, if you're davening properly. It's a journey going from a more Gyesh's Dika place. You know, in the morning we are Meidani, so it's Neshama Ba'apai, we haven't yet begun, and we're climbing and we're growing in each of each steps. That's Seyed Ishtalshlis. And it serves two purposes. One is giving us a logical explanation how God creates existence, and it also gives us the tools to climb the ladder back and retrace the steps and reconnect, so to speak, to the Abish. So in a way, if you did it properly, you can, or you, can, you can identify where you stand in exactly what Madrega, if you're so interested in doing so. Obviously, we're not uh, a Veda for us. It doesn't come that easily. And it's not something that really has been focused on properly. So we learn these in Yonim, they're, they're abstract ideas. But I'm trying to just explain that the whole purpose of this was to help us become more getlich, essentially, to prepare ourselves and to refine ourselves, I should say. Refine ourselves in the world and to bring the gula. Because gula is where the realignment happens, that this whole Seyed serves its perfect purpose to be a transparent mamutza uh, interface between Alakus and Velt. So Mashiach means Gili Eden Sub Elam Azagashmi that this world is aligned with the Kavana of Elakus and uh, and all the way up to uh Niglak Hashem, as the Altareb explains in Pedaklamid Vavatanya. <coughs> so this is a general overview. So where we are specifically, so the Rebbe Rashab is laying out this map. Like what so what let's 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 uh, let's dissect it. If uh, existence the the Nivra, Yesha Nivra is a Nivra. The Ebishta is a beta. So where do they meet? Where do beta and Nivra meet? So the answer was in Atsilas, basically. Atsilas, the Ebishta created to have a place where there's a meeting place. That Atsilas is a mamutza. Calling Yone of Atsilas is to convey to a structured existence of a yesh, Yediyas Alakus and Hargosha Balakus, which means basically Seichla Midis, that we can align our Seichla Midis to what the Ebishta wants. Atsilas is the perfect world. So it's a world on one end, because it's definitely Chochma bin Adas. Eiras bekelim beloshin ha'amayimorim here. Or the Moshal for it in our Keiches HaNefesh, Mepsari Erzalaka, is Keiches HaNefesh Beteich Le'evorim. That's where you began the first Maimer, explaining how they're both, they fit each other. Eir Pnimi. Eiras bekelim. Okay, so which one is more represents Elikus? Obviously Eiras, which is Me'en HaMoyim. Kelim is already Nevroim. But the Rebbe Rashab in the last Maimer, as we discussed, said no. It has to go further than that. Because that would still leave us a disconnect because where did the Kali meet the Eir? So he says also the Eiris is Ma'ayin Temotza. Not just the Kalim, but also the Eir is relates to existence. And Bemela is also Shalei to Elikus, as he explained. So it, the story is not over, obviously, because then we have to figure out if the Eir relates more to the Kalim, is also Ma'ayin. So what about the Elikusha Then the Elikusha is compromised, so to speak, because now it's like uh, on a lower level. So Rebbe Rashab is that you, you can trust him that he's going to go through all this very thoroughly, but you can't cover everything. So now he went to, to what happened in the last Maimon 4. The Rebbe Rashab continues and says that the Eidas are, on one hand, they are definitely related because they're Mitsuyarim. They have Chochmah bin Adas. However, they're rooted all the way in the Esses Fides Agnusus. So now you suddenly find the other side of the coin. It's true. The Eir is to what? To ain't safe. 
but it's not which is the Shadish Ha'edis, as he calls it. In other words, the Eid itself, that, I'm sorry, the Eid and Kalim of Chochmah and Bina, that's the Eid HaChochmah Bekleh HaBina, is rooted, the Eid HaChochmah is rooted in Eid, in Chochmah of Esosphere Sagnus, it's Lifni HaTzimtzum. So what does that do? That counters the other side. So you see that the Eidis are also still a reflex, it's still Eid. However, it's an Eid that's in the Tzura of Chochmah. <coughs> Or in the Surah of Bina, etc. So now it's going to go into a deeper discussion. What is Esses for the Sagnus? And, um, and uh, so the last Pedic, which I really didn't fully sum up, but the last Pedic Zion in the last Mimer 4, the Rebbe Rashab concludes, and he basically says that, uh, that So what does this achieve? This tells us. That on one hand, yes, there is that element mus, and we, we are created in that element mus, which of course satisfies the most important part that we have a connection, we have something to hold on to. If a human being was not created, but then again, we remain Nivraim, and there's nothing in common. But the Abish to create that element mus, which of course means not the Abish is Lamailam called Salamand Mus, but he manifested himself, Mislabish, through Aidus and Kalim and Atsilus. Salmenu is the Shadish Aidish, which means the Aid. Uh, all the way to its root in the Esther Sphere the Kalim all the way to its root in the Kayach HaGvul, not the Eir HaGvul, the Kayach HaGvul, the Shimu. So there's Eir HaGvul and Kayach HaGvul. And th this is how we have now the ladder that I was talking about, the bridge, by connecting our existence to the Tselem and Mus in which we were created, Tselem and Mus of the Ebeshter. What happens there? We are not only connecting to the Kayach HaGvul, which is the, the actual Kali. The, the mom is the Tzir Mugbul, but also to the Eir Hagvul, which goes all the way to the Esosphere Segnus. So therefore, we have now the reconciliation that on one hand, Atsilus is Gilead Helam. What's the Gilead Helam of Atsilus? It's the Gilead Helam because the Eiris, even though they have Atsir in them, but they're rooted in uh, and the Gilead Helam from Esosphere Segnus. I'll explain that in a minute with the, some Amashul. And we have also Mitzad Keli, which is the structure is also rooted in a way, Gilead Helam, to the Kayacharashimu, the Kayacharashimu. On the other hand, it's Yeshma'ayin, because this is all Be'erech to Shedesh Ha'eres. What about Ein Sov? That's Lamaila for Shedesh. Esosphere Sagnus is not the beginning. Like he brought from the Alter Rebbe, that all the Sphiris, even Sphiris saying Ketz, I'm reading from in chapter uh, in Pedicure Zion. It's very critical where he brings from Shishim, the Beer, the Shishim Hema Malachis, Ksavyad Harap Zal. It's, it's a five lines into, six lines into Pedic Zion. I'm just saying that because this is a critical mimer. You always know it's a very sadistic mimer. Because Ksav Yadarab Rapinchus Reyes wrote Hanochis of the Alter Rebbe. And, he's, and he's, I'm just going to read it because I think it's vital. The whole sphere, Loi Shaykh Likri Bats Musay, Umuhusay, Ragbukhinus Edensov, Sham Shaykh Likri Bishim Sphere, Avalipchinus Essence Sphere, Kigam Bukhinus Edensov, Ain Misper, Avamuhusay Bats Musay, Loi Shaykh Sham Sphere is Klaal. So essentially you have three levels. Ain't safe mamish is not shaykh spheres at all. Then there's a level of spheres ain't cats, unlimited spheres. And then there's the essence spheres agnosis is one, even, ten spheres. And all this is lifting at symptom. And the essence spheres of Atsilis are a gilia helen from the essence spheres agnosis. So the marshal I, I always give, and I've given here as well, I think it's a good marshal just to understand, to give some musig in this. And there's other Mishalim too. I'm just using this one. It just works well. So you have an artist. 
who's painted a piece of art. One piece of art. This piece of art is the, the nimshal is the SS Fidus. It's one structure. As a sky, as a horizon, as a bird, as a water, whatever the, the painting is. Then you have the 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 vision of the artist that he invested in this. Notice before he painted, he didn't just get by and start painting a painting. He envisioned in his mind what he wants to create. Then you have, even further than that, you have this artist could have painted other paintings. As a matter of fact, in Indian, he could have painted infinite amount of paintings, ain't cats. Only has bullet because he's a human being. He can't paint forever. But in Indian, it's not one painting that he has. And then even further than that, someone says, okay, so so what is his what is of this artist being an artist? No. Muhusivat's Musi, maybe he's not even an artist. He could be a Lamdan and a Gon and a father and a husband and a thousand other things. So what's in the Nimshal? The He chose to become an artist, so to speak, a creator. He chose to become a beta. And he and then and he had infinite possibilities how he's going to create existence, which is the infinite possibilities of the artist. And then he chose among these infinite possibilities, he chose, I'm going to do it through Esasphilus Chachme Binadas. But it's all still in the in the so-called Mahshavakavyach of the beta, of the creator. In this case, the artist, the cosmic artist, if you wish. Then comes the tzimtzum and everything that follows that brings the art into reality. Because remember, as long as the, the even Svidus St. Ketz is shining, there's no room for anything to come. The, the artist has to be Magdal himself, Kav Yochul. Or Magdal is Eid, I should say. And that becomes Eid HaGvul. So the Eid HaGvul, we're going to learn a little later, is really just a piece of Bligvul. The Ebishter took a big Bligvul and took one part of that, one 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 Eifen and Bligvul he chose. So Be'etzim, it's the artist, when he's making one art, he's really still for him, it's Bligvul. It's just a big wool in the shape of a wool. From our point of view, we only see one piece of art. Rooted in the Esosphitis. That's what we see. But as we're going to learn, in these Esosphitis is concealed the artist's all his possibilities and even the fact that he's not even an artist. So in the, in the Lashna he says here for the Maimah from Shishim Heim Lachas would be that the Esosphitis is the art, is the structure. Esosphitus agnusis is how he's the artist envisions that structure, which is really, so to speak, among the Svita Saint Ketz. Svita Saint Ketz would mean all the possibilities. And Mahusibat Smusi Bakal not Shaykh Svitas. Ibis is not defined by being an artist or a beta. Even Eirna, which I'm not going to go into Eir right now. It's not negated in your name. So therefore, what you have here is two sides. So what the, what's been established is that the Esosphitus of Atsilis are not just nivroim. They're not just structure. They're a structure that's rooted in the artist's so-called makshove or in his vision, however you want to call it, lifniat tzimtzum. And then it manifested after the tzimtzum into a real structure. So now when we connect, let's talk about the nivroim now. We connect from briyat sidasiyah to atzilus, to tzalmenu kidmusenu. Essentially, you're aligning yourself to a structure that the Ebershter created, which is rooted all the way in these highest levels. At the same time, there's also Shalei Berach, because Musa Vatsmusa, like he says, is higher than Svidus altogether. So I'm not saying all the questions are answered, because now the question is just going to carry over. Ebazei, the highest place we can connect to is Eiragvul. So do we connect to Eiragvul? Do we connect to higher than Eiragvul, to uh, the levels? So the answer is yes, but that's going to come a lot later in the Hemshah. Now a lot. It's going to come, I would say, 40, 50 pages, you'll start seeing how the Rebbe Rashab starts addressing that. 
But the Hemshechayim Beis is all about what I just said now. He's going to climb all the way, and he's going to go all the way to Atzmus Mamash. That's what's so uh, unique about it, because you're not going to find any Maimonim that don't, that lay this all out in one place. You know, when you look at this, you're going to find a piece in this Maimon, a piece in this Maimon. Here the Rebbe Rashav lays out. Where I'm learning now in the daily shir I give, which is at the end, as I said, an Ayin Vav, we're talking about a Maimon 139. We're now Maimon 5. That there he's connecting it all to Atzmus already. I mean, even before that. and But but you can't figure out how to connect Atmos if you don't figure out, first of all, how do you connect? It's like someone that's uh, barely able to uh, once his coffee in his life is suddenly jumping into Atmos. It doesn't work exactly like that. You have to first figure out how to get beyond your uh, lower levels. So that's the general picture. Just to, just to make it a little more bemukhish, you know, it says uh, the reason, uh, animals will never attack a human being. That's what it says as far as... Why? Because the human being is created by Tzalem Elikim. And an animal senses that Salam he won't attack a human being. So Fexel the Shaila, what do you mean? We see animals attacking humans all the time. That's not that's not a it, only Daniel, the Nevarais, that wasn't attacked. So the answer given in this forum, I think Siddhis brings it too, is because the animal doesn't see the Salamalikim. Through Khata Itzadas and then through other Khatoyim, the Salamalikim can be concealed. So he sees a human being. He doesn't see the the elokus that we're created because it's like there's a there's a master, a master like a kisui vehester. That Mashenk and Daniel by him shown the tzalim elokim. The same thing to hear the stories of the Friedrich Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe when they were in prison, how they were respected when the Friedrich Rebbe was sitting with Talis and film. Because even even the Umas and Mamish will recognize something. What's my point? My point is that we in this world, even though we're created with Salmenu Kedmuseinu, doesn't mean it's Begali. So the first Aved is that you should look, you know, when you ask a person, are you making a Kiddush Hashem? You're making a Kiddush Lubavitch, are you representing the Rebbe in the right way? You're basically saying, are you aligned? Your Gashmizdika Guf and Neshama, is it aligned to Atzilus, essentially? I understand that's a high madrege, that would be perfection. My point was, I just want to put it into simple atheists, that that's really what we're trying to do. Take your yesh guf and neshama beguf for nefesh abamis gashmi vechumbi and try to align it somewhat. How do we do it? Through teda. Teda says through learning teda, mekayim mitzvus avedas atfila. When you're doing that, is you're aligning yourself to the way the Ebrish, to the artist wants the art to look like. Is the art living up to it's the kavana of the of the artist? That's just, I wanted to just spell it out and uh, push it to ACs in that sense. Okay. With that said, so Maimir, the next Maimir, which is a shorter Maimir Lefiyarech, Rebbe Rashab continues, and he brings proof. Um, I'm going to Perik Yitches. So Rebbe Rashab begins, Apizev sheyashlema mashem ashmoy sayitzchaim ushohay yochel yizgile erakav meblishi yitzamtzim ha'er v'yisalem b'tchila. So before I explain this Perik, um, I want to just talk about one thing which I didn't really focus on, which is about the symptom itself. So you could ask the question of okay, so Shedish Sha'iris is an Esosphirus Agnosis, God envisioning the spheres. Shedish Sha'kalim is in the Aceus that are not naked before the symptom because the air is so dominant you don't see any Aceus. So what's the symptom's role? So this is my mind begins to talk about it. It's going to be more about it much later. What's the Simpsons' role? The Simpsons' role is, going back to the muscle of the artist, the artist can envision, even though he went moved from Bligvul to Gvul, meaning from infinite possibilities, Sphiris St. Ketz, to one possibility, which is Esther Sphiris, that still doesn't mean you have art. 
created. There's no creation yet. This is all betech, so-called of the artist. This is all his own processing. It would be like an author thinking of an idea, but he didn't write it down yet. The Tzimtzum's role is to allow the structure to emerge. Because remember, in the presence of Ligvul, in the Lashon of the Eitz Chaim, which is going to quote here, there's no room for anything. There's no room for one, for Esos How is suddenly Esos is going to emerge in a distinct, structured way when they're in a big yam of infinite, of Ligvul? I mean, put it simply that the Moshul Da'al gives with the teacher. It was a brilliant, infinitely brilliant teacher. So even though in his mind he wants to teach a class in, uh, let's say, Ayin uh, Beis, or in Hilchus Mokfoy, so whatever it may be. I'm not saying that the Kailu teachers are in the Darga of Ifniat uh, Simpson. I'm just trying to say it's just as a Moshe. So the Rav wants to teach. So he can be preparing a shir in his mind, but the bottom line, if he lets his own uh, brilliance shine, the students won't be macabre. They won't even have room to be there. So the Rav has to be mitzamsim himself. What does that mean? He has to conceal all the possibilities. The artist has to conceal all the Svita Saint Ketz because in the presence of Svita Saint Ketz, what's called in the presence of divine consciousness, if the Rebbe was glowing, like we see Moshe Rabbein, the Eden couldn't look at him. Why couldn't they look at his face? Because it was too, it was like a gili of Ein Sof. Or just like the Ebishter tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you can't see me and live because if you see me, you're not going to have any room for your any independent existence. Even on a lower level, the Gemara says that if the Abishta sticks out his finger, the Malach will burn up. Why? Because you need a Tzimtzum. So the Tzimtzum's role is to create the space, so to speak, for Azulas, for another, which really means to create the space for the Esther Spirits to manifest. <clears throat> so the Tzimtzum's role is really to conceal the Eir HaBligvul, and to reveal the Eir HaGvul. And now, amidst the Svirah Saint Ketz, the Svirah start taking shape. That's basically the Nukudus Advar. So that's the that's the, the Chiddush of the Arizal in Simpson. There's a lot to be said about it. I'm not going to go, this is not the Mamorim about Simpson. There's much later, Rebbe Rashab elaborates at length what the Simpson, what the Simpson exactly is. I just want to say it in context, how you get from Sharshia Eidus lifting at Simpson to the Eidus of Atsilis in the Kalim. The Esosphere Sagnuzis cannot fit into Kalim because there's no Kalim, there's no structure. So the Tzimtzum allows for the Eidus now to start taking shape. And ultimately, in Atzillus, they will take enough shape that they can fit into Kalim and they won't be Shvidus Kalim. Even Toyu, the Eidus are Merubim, are too intense for the Kalim. Imagine Lifniat Tzimtzum or Bechal is entirely Bligvul. So the Rebbe Rashab says, that now you can understand the statement in the, 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 the Itzchayim asks the question. Okay, we understand why you need a Tzimtzum because without a Tzimtzum you can't have Kalim, you can't have a Zulas. If you will, as again, you're shining with all your intensity, there's no room for another. I mean, you ever hear somebody who's a big Talmud Chachim and he goes on and on and on and you're trying to ask him a question, he's so consumed with what he's saying, you can't even ask him something because he's a Mamala Kolam I don't mean it's that guy. <clears throat> I mean, Pasha, he's so excitable and, and, and you need the Rav to, to say, you know what, Atkan, Kof Aleph, and uh, we need to ask you a question. So fine, that's the Simpsons role. But the Eitzchayim asked the question, so why did there need to be a whole Simpson Bederach Siluk Legamri? Since afterwards a Kav is going to come any, uh, anyway. Remember, the Kav is the stream. After the Helam comes the Kav, which streams what? The Kav is Shedish, Mushrish, and Shershia Eiris. The Kav is going to be 
the force that shapes the Esospheres, the Eris, also the Kalim, but primarily the Eris. So if you're going to leave, a, if a Kav is going to come anyway from the teacher to the student or from the artist to the art, so why do you need a Tzimtzum Legamri? Why not the Ebishter should have just removed the Bligvul and just left the Kav there? Why do you have to completely, no, it's complete silence, and then your mom, so why does it have to be a Hefzik, so to speak? And Chazer V'hoyer of the Kav. Just leave a Kav. Remove all, the, conceal all the Bligvul and leave a Kav. So the Rebbe Rashab asks, I'm just going to read inside because this is, he says, he's going to answer it with the whole Yisod here. That since the, the um, since the Esosphiris are mushrish in the, the, well, let me, let me correct myself. The Rebbe Rashab said, what's the Havamin? What's the question? The Eir HaBligvu doesn't let a Kav to emerge. So we can't just leave a Kav. The Kav is a Kav that's movable. It connects to Esosphiris. How could you ask such a question? What's the Havamini? And the answer is because the Shayla Shakav exists with Nyat Simpson. That's why there's a question. If it didn't exist and the whole thing is Yashma'ayin, then of course you need a complete symptom. But since it's Gilead Helen, the Kav from Lifnat Simpson from the Sagnusis, we made the connection between the so-called structured Esosphiris to the way they're envisioned by the Abishtar, like by the artist. So then why do you need a full symptom? The symptom should only be. For the Kalim, not for the the Eir. What do you need a full symptom? So the Rebbe Rashab is deriving from the Shaila and the Eitzchayim that you have to say that the Kav is rooted, also it wouldn't be a Havamin. You all understand what, the, the point? That's what he says here. In the lotion of the Maimon, he says, um, so Mashma, the Eitzchayim says, it could have been, as I just uh, stated. What kind of question is this? One is so how do you have even a havamina? Why how could you ask such a question that kav should remain? Like I said. The Ainsaf Atzma is higher than Sphiris. Well, the Gabachins Madregazu, Erekabachins Gilea Hella. Imken Yidzak, Hakushi, the Mifne Manasalam Erlegami. Since it's Gilea Hella, just be Megalit. What, what do you need to conceal everything? So, what's the answer? The answer is because the Kalim wouldn't be able to take it. That's the answer. Inside the Kav itself, attack it could have been that way. But the problem is we need also Kalim. We don't just need Eir Hamit Mitsuyir. We need Kalim. That's what he says later. Says um, below. Um, yeah. The tirit sham shazorak b'shvili savas akel. The imayanisha da era filirak era kav. Lo yoy efshalis savas akel. So just to elaborate a bit on that. So why? What's if the kalim are also mushes shenelikus? Why? Why could the air so called remain and the kalim can't? Inside the kalim, the air can't remain. 
Because you have to really, as I, I said this already, but I think it's good to repeat. What's really the role of the air and what's the role of the keli? They're both from They both come from keli. One's air agvul, one's keli agvul. So what's that kind of difference? Well, let's talk about the gashmis by us. Imagine for a moment that a neshama didn't come into our goof. The Ebishter made that the neshama's eser keiches hanefesh, chach das, would exist like eser eris in Elam Hazer. Just for a moment, what would the world be like? It wouldn't be this world that we have. It would be nice eris, but it would be, first of all, it would be eir, which right away makes it more, uh, so it's already more eloquous. Second of all, it's not tachtenim. Remember, we need real tachtenim. We need a gashmi stikidov. It's not just, Ebishter says, it's not just vishachanti b'seichim. He wants amigdash. And amigdash is made up of gashmi stikidvorim. Dvorim gashmi. So essentially, the kalim serve the role of the, let's call it the kishmoi keinu. It's a keli for something. It's like pouring wine, making, making kiddush wine in your hand. It doesn't work that way. You need a keli to be tefus. So in order for the for the for the for gash for ultimately for gashmis to become a real mitzias and not just a eruchni in atziur, you need keli. And put to put in different terms, um, from the point of view of let's go back to the teacher and the student. Even if the teacher was mitzamtzim himself and was able to stream a stream of consciousness, a kav, to the student, but there's more than that. You also need to put it into into the kelim and levushim. And Misholim that the student could understand. He needs Aceus. So, like I think I explained this, I'll say it again. When you Aceus, like on a page, we're reading here Aceus. Aceus are Caleb. It wouldn't be enough if we just, the Rebbe Rashab found some miraculous way to, to download to us uh, the ideas. You need Aceus. Same thing, Aceus are Dibur. I'm speaking right now. These Aceus are conveying something. If I was just to be Mamshech without Aceus, you don't have Caleb. So Kalim is what creates truly a relationship. If you just had, if, if it was just Esther's and the Kav, you have Tzir, but you don't have Kalim. So Kalim is really structure. The Mitzias Hadover. What's the Er's role? The Er's role is the Kavona that the Er conveys, the Kavona of, the is the Teichen Advarim. When you read the letters and the words, it's giving us a message. What is the message? The message is the Er. So to put it in, in, let's put it in communication skills, for example. You have speakers or writers. So you could find a good, a good speaker or writer, what they, really, what they really master is the ability to put their ideas into Aedis and Kalim that are tailored in a perfect way, that when you hear it, it's smooth. You'll find sometimes someone who teaches or speaks, and they're saying great ideas, but they don't have Kalim. They don't have the ACS, or their ACS are limited, or they're all jumbled up. You know, I've heard talks where a, a brilliant teacher, but he tells you Gimel before Aleph, you know, so it's like one big uh, jumbled mess of ideas. So his Kalim are lacking. Sometimes the opposite. There are people who are great speakers, they're polished, and then afterwards you ask yourself, what did they say? Godmish. They just knew how to, they know how to hypnotize a crowd with good jokes and stories. And then you say, what was the Teich? Godmish. Or minimal. In other words, you can have a lot of Kalim and little Adis. You can have a lot of Adis and little Kalim. A true communication, a proper one. And this, by the way, is not just communication, it's also love. It's also a relationship. A true relationship is there is a measure of Aedis fits into the Kalim. So the way you're saying it and what you're saying are, are uh, fit with each other. If the Teichen or the Oyer is stronger than the Kali, it's not going to come across that well. If the Kali is stronger than the Aedis, you're not going to get a message. 
I remember, uh, without saying names, I remember Rabbi Yale told me once that a uh, certain guy, he was a good speaker, he said to me, I can't believe you know, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, also, Hagdar, um, whatever that means. Maybe you could say it's a mile. He saw a bottle. He doesn't have to understand. It's just a chamash. It's just going through him. But the point I'm making here that the, the so going back to the way the Abishta created it, you could say the Abishta separation is bottle of Kimasu Shemayim Saoritz Nami Maimerhu. Why did he have to say Yehi Oyer Yehi Rakia and Teitzi Eretz Desha and Yehi Meiris all the Sarim Amores? Because that would be in Nebuchadnezzar's machshava. Siddha says, Yeah, but then it would all be nichel, like in one kechayuli, or one, 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 one um, concentrated point. And you don't have the structure of existence. So first the Ebrister did was he created the cholas dikayesh. Like taking a piece of clay, and then you have to shape it. Ebrister says, is one hamshachet. Yehirakiya, tzirah asius is different. As the Alter Rebbe explains in Shaykh Muna, and of course, the creation is a different creation. So essentially, that's the role of Eris and Kale. Okay. Now going back to this Maimer, so what does the Rebbe Rashab continue speaking about? It's a complicated Pedic, actually, Yitches. The second half of Pedic Yitches, he talks about actually two types of Tzimtzumim, because then the question is the other way around. Ebazei, since the Tzimtzum addition is only really for the Kale, I'm talking about Bederich Siluk. A kav would also need a tzimtzum, because to get even a kav, you have to... But the kav could have been left there. It didn't have to have the to total uh, pause, total hefsik, total siluk, so to speak, total helen. So then it comes, Ebazei Kumta is a strange thing, that the tzimtzum effect on the kav is different than the tzimtzum effect on the kalim. And he says, That's takin's true. The tzimtzum effect on the kav is more gilia helen. It's in order to be revealed the gilu, you need to conceal the, the whole the bleak vul. And then what your Megala basically is the Esos Firasagnusis after the Tzimtzum is the Kav, which will create the Esos Firasagluis in Atsilis. And the Kalim Taka need uh, a, a complete a complete Tzimtzum. It's not enough, that type of Gilead Hell. But here's, I think, the first place that Rebbe Rashab also introduces the two Shittis, Eris Mitzior and Meiris Pshutim. It's the second half of Perikid Ches. He did say it? Okay, if, if he said it, fine. I, uh, I think this is. Because here, if you look, he says, I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. He says, Inyan, he asks, Im says like this, um, I, I didn't read from the place. He says, There was a No, after the fact, you're right. The only reason for siluk was due to the kalim. But after the fact, the kav does come after a total siluk. So says the In other words, it's talking two different things here. There's a tzimtzum b'derech siluk, which is necessary for the kalim to emerge. And legabi, the kav, it's a very different type of tzimtzum. It's much more of a, it's much, it's a, it's basically a lower level of tzimtzum. And then he goes on to say that both shittas, yeah, you can say this is. So the shittah that the kav, that, uh, I'm sorry, that um, 
the calf comes from Eden of Mamish, not from the essence of Zagnuzis. Because there's a shit that the Eden are not Mitsuyarim. And I, maybe I should elaborate a bit because I'm just jumping into it. Because everything I've said till now, like this whole thing that the artist envisions is according to the shita that the kav has siur and it's rooted in the so-called siur in the Eberster's Esosphere Sagnusis. But there's another shita that the kav is rooted in ain't safe mamish and the kav does not have spheres in that, in it. There's no siur. He's going to say, if you look mamish to the end of this page, he's going to say, lefi amavur kan, the shita anal, ayim beis goes according to the shita of Esosphere's the that the Sheresh Akav is in Siur, not in Blitzir, not in Blikvul. But he's explaining that according to Blikvul, then for sure you understand why the Kav needs a Tzimtzum completely. Because how do you go from Blikvul to Akav? But even a Shita that the Akav is also, that's what he says, Vigam, let me see. Well, if you have a vulcan, the shit are now the shesh gomes is win. Ain't in that symptom, dame lazalaza. So it's taken out dame. Why? Because the kav is receiving from Esosphere Sagnusis. So the symptom is not complete consimpsum because Esosphere Sagnusis and the kav have a relationship. Look, for the first shit, you could say it's one symptom that affects everything equally. But he continually say that he's going in this moment according to the shim shita. That symptom show you, I don't have a principle with sounds like I'm a shanker, but symptom shesh mokrakav. So this is a chiddush, of course, because you never usually hear that, that the symptoms effect on the sheder shemokar akav, which means that is different than its effect on the on the kelim. Okay. Now, we'll, I'll, I'll get through that. I just want to say one thing here. I mentioned I would speak about this. If you look in Samarvov, on the other hand, in Achedish, and in the Maimorim after Achedish, all the way through Odom Kiyakarev, you see there that the Rebbe Rashab is leaning more to the shita of Ezus Peshutim, the other shita, the shita that he brings here, but he doesn't say Lefiyamavur Khan. So I remember Zabochir sitting once and hearing a big vikuach between two great, big masculine mechsidus, Abiel and Ibad Lechaim Lechaim Meishu Marozov, who was the son of Honya Marozov. And Meishu Marozov was kachin zechalad and ayim beis. Abiel was a big master of Samarvov because Ayim Beis didn't come out to Lamed Zayin, Tavshin Lamed Zayin. So in his Bachashi years, as he told me, he absorbed Samarvov. That was the, the that was the Hemshech at the time. And Ayim Beis came, of course, Ayim Beis was the real marathon. But the Meshka Maraz of Siba was, uh, I guess, his Kav delayed, but Mitzvah Davazoya Beit Fei was Ayim Beis. So I remember listening, and they were arguing about this point. That's when the first time I, I realized that uh, that Samarvov goes more according to the sheet of Eris Pshutim, and uh, and Aimbe is more according to the sheet of Eris Mitziyar. So I asked them. I remember I said, "So what tack is the reason? I mean, why why did Rebbe Rashab choose was a random choice? Samarvov is, is giving Eris Pshutim, and and obviously there's overlap. Both of them bring both shittas. Chassidus at the end of the day speaks about these inyanim and both shittas. I mentioned that in Bosligani Tovshin Tezvov. And the Maimer of Shabbos Bishal and the, and the Sichus Bishalach Tavshin Tezvav afterwards, the Rebbe explains clearly, which is really obvious, but the Rebbe says it befedish that all shittas are true. This is a Lamata, Mamata Lamaila. Basically, both shittas are necessary because each one focuses on a different Maila. So it's a general approach of Chsidis. So they didn't give me an answer. They didn't really know. They said, you know, they but 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 definitely clearly that uh, that both Ham Sheikhim go. Lean, I'd say lean. They both, as that bring both. So 
But I would suggest this is my own yeshlem b'derech efshir. So you, it's fine if you don't agree. <laughs> um, that some involved really. What is it? They didn't answer. They said they don't know. At the time, remember, some of Ayin Beis just came out. It wasn't really fully. It was, I mean, that part of Ayin Beis was always here. We had the first uh, Tilvayigash Ayin Gimel we had in Kapir. But you didn't have the rest of it. So in a way, you don't know fully the rest. You don't know the whole picture. It seems to me pretty begolly. The more I learn it, the more it's clear. Is that you have to also remember that order. Some of comes before Ayin Beis. Some of the Yisod of the whole Hemshech, really. Is Aveda Bikayachatsme, the mile of the Evid, Ben Shinas Evid. That even though there's Giluyim and there's Amshachas Mile Lamata, right from the beginning of the first Baimir in Samarvav, he asked the question so what's the Uftu of Aveda? If Aden Sofifniat Simpson was Bligvul, what does Aveda accomplish? And throughout the Hemshach, he talks a lot about the Aveda. Now, from the Khin of Evid, is what's an Evid versus a Ben? A Ben is a Tsiur. He's a Tsiur. It must, he's, it comes from like he brings there the Moshe of the Ben Melech, that's Mishtasheya in the Hechla Melech. So Ben is Giluim, is the Tzir of Elikus, that the Ben is Bedugma, it's like Chelik Elikah Mamash, it's the Neshama. And Eved, his whole Indian is to go out of the Tzir. There's Kabbalah sale, out of the Tzir of your Sechel and Midas, and be bottled to something greater than you. Bitla Eved La Oden. A Ben doesn't have, we don't say the word Bitla, even though the Ben has Bitl. But it's a bit that Sofkosov is because there's a Kesher B'neim. And Eved is completely Pshitus. So therefore it makes total sense that the Eris, speaking about the Eris in Samarvav, is going to be Pshutim. Because the Ini, the Kavon, is Tarei's game from the Tzir. It's Tarei's game the Tzir, Tarei's game. The Kavshot is Tzir, to Mekabal Alakuz, that's Lamayla Metzir. So Samarvav is really about that, that through Aveda, Lamata, you reach Eden Sof, like the whole Teichem there, Yigir, Yigir Betere, he says those are the two key things to reach Alakus. Because as long as Anivri remains in its seer, how could it be a Kelly Telakus? So it has to go out of its seer. And it does that through Yigir. That's the real taken of the whole summer of I mean, obviously, there's a lot more to it, but this is a critical, the real punchline. And you see it throughout some of especially in the later my mother. So therefore, it is Pshutim. The Indian is that is Gimfitsir. So basically, some of is Mamatalamat. Ben Shanasa Evid. Um, I am Bayes, which follows some of all. Once the Rebbe Rashab established the idea of a race game from Zich, remember the Kavon is the Chfortes of the Zayn and it should be Dira Betachtenim Bislapshus. We know Mamata Lamaila is a very high Madrega. Tfila is Mamata Lamaila, but you also need Tayra. And so I am Bayes, as you shall see, focuses a lot more. Again, both, I will not say one is that they're mutually exclusive. I am Bayes has hundreds of pages on Tfila and Mamata Lamaila. But overall, he always comes back to, okay, so how are we now? Mamshich, I would say the other way around. Eved Shanasa Ben. Now, once you've experienced that total Kabbalah sale and total Yigir, and that is game from Zich and Bittl, now we have to bring back Elikus within you, which is such a, you say, this is the theme in all the Rebbe's by Morim and Sichis, that what's Nishkin Nuk Arei's game, it's not just a Skafia and not just a Arei's game from Zich. Kabbalah sale now has to come into Giluyim. And now the Kabbalah sale and the, and the Pshittus has to come into Tzir. So therefore it makes total sense that the Shittu and Ayin Beis is going to be Eris Mitzuyarim. Because now we're talking the other side of the coin. How to bring it into the Tzir of Velt. And it's not a Stira. Because it all depends on what you're talking about. It would be like, is there a Stira between uh, the fact that Avedis Hatfil is through your effort and Tzir comes, I'm Shachim No, you need both Kavim. 
You need a susa delele, you need a susa delatato. So if you're talking about more mitzir sa'elam, I am based focuses on bringing it into the tzir of velt, which of course is necessary for for the gu'ula and so on. If you're talking about the aveda of going at Eisvenzich, that's more samagvav. Again, there's plenty of overlap, so it's not, again, mutually exclusive. So I wanted to just say that because I think it helps understand a lot of things. If we learn both of them, you'll see that this is uh, very apparent at some point. It becomes very much when you start seeing the Hemshech uh, Advar. So finally, let me say this. The rest of the Maimer, as I said, it's, it's not, there's only really one more Pedic. Then there's the end of the Maimer. Um, so the Pedic you test, the Rebbe Rashab starts laying the ground of what is this Esos Firis She's coming to explain more. So, what's this relationship between Esosphiris Hagluyes in Atsilis with Esosphiris Hagnuzis Lifni Atsimtsum? That's the taken of this Pedic. The Ian Shane Gnuzis when Allah is in Sef, Ian Shane Klulim Umiyachodim by Shane Mitsias La Atsma. So, what's the difference between them? The difference is you can't say they're the same thing. You could say one is rooted in the other. So if you go back to the Moshal I gave with the artist, what does the artist have to do? But think of yourself a moment. Let's say in your mind, you're Mitzayar, that you want to do something today. You want to build something. You want to write something. What's the difference how it lies in the tzir in your meyach and how it comes bepeil on paper or in my bepeil, in action? Besides the fact that it gets some amoshes, but what, did, what, what process do you have to go through? So what he explains here is that, that the level of Esos Firis like Nuzis, the Esos Firis are not really Sviris. We Why do we call them Sviris? Because God is envisioning the art that he wants to create. He's envisioning or in the Lashon of the Sviris, Chochma, Bina, Das, and so on. But in his vision, Chochma doesn't have any shape and form. It's because Chochma is not the Kavona. The Kavona is to create a structure. Think of the artist, he's envisioning the whole art. The art is made up of details, but his focus is not on the details, his focus is on the overall vision. He wants to convey, let's say, like the three paintings the Rebbe Rashab and the Friedrich writes about. The painting conveys a, a battle scene, a, a field. It's not negate the plot whether there's a bird on a, on a, uh, on a uh, twig, not twig, on a huh? stalk. stalk, good, yeah. It's a gate that he wants to convey a feeling, just like, or let's say a maimer. Even though there's Aseus here, the way it's in the machshava of the of the machaber, he's not thinking about the Aseus per se. That's the second madrege. His kavon is, what do I want to cr- get across? So therefore, the Esosiris Agnuzis, everything there is mixed, as he says, Muravis, those are Loshon Islamis, Kulu Mechon Mashem, Bechins Metzilam, Bechins Metzilam, Bechins Metzilam, Yeah. The MSC from Shum Riboy. Where did he say the word Muravis? I thought I saw that. Okay, maybe it's afterwards. Fine. This is the taken of this Pedic, of um, that that basically that the eris of Esosphiris Agnuzis are the Sviris, but they are still completely pshutim, because all they are is really part of one picture in the mind of the of the Ebishtu. When he continues on in this Pedic, let me just look for a moment. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, so I'll say one thing because of time. Um, so he gives the dogma of Matan Tera. And by Matan Tera, Why? Because it's a strange phenomenon. Suddenly you see sounds and you hear uh, sights. 
was Ibis's Weizen Kunsten. What was this? Like some a magic show, you know? So there's actually a concept today called synesthesia. There are people actually that have that. There are people who have the concept. When they, there, there are different people. We know them. That when they see something, they hear a sound. A, a color blue evokes a sound in them, and a and a, and uh, when they and some and a sound evokes a vision. They actually see a color. When we hear a, a sound, they hear they see a color. Could be imagination. No. But this check it out. Synesthesia. Um, it's been proven because they did blind tests to different people in different rooms and asked them, what did you see? What did you hear? So there's something there. Now, if you think about it, it's not such a pellet. That's what he says here. Because what taka makes the difference? Why do you hear sounds and see sights? That's because there's a tzir. But if you go back to Sheresh Be'etzim HaNefesh, Ke'echari and Ke'echashmiyah, they're not yet up on actual sight, an actual sound. So technically, if you were to go to the brain, and rewire the line that goes toward the ears and the line that goes to the its eyes, and you change the wires. I, I don't mean begashmis, obviously. I mean the neural the neural connections. So in Indian, why not? It's not absurd. It's chiluk between Ria and Shmiya. So what he says here is that when you go into the etzema nefesh, the keches aklulim benefesh are not yet shaped forms. And there are many examples for it. I you know I think we need more time to elaborate. Maybe I'll do it next week a little more. What this means, but the point is that this is a Yisraeli because it tells you that the way the Eibushter creates things is first it starts off in a way that's not formed yet, and from that will come. For example, even the the conception of a child. If you were able to see that one cell when an egg was fertilized by the seed, and something was conceived, and you were able to see for our, under a microscope, what would you see? Or if you look at a seed. A seed planted in the ground, a grain seed, an apple seed. A seed, I'm not talking about a tree. What do you see in the seed? So one moment that in Yemasheni, Tafresh Be'e, the Friedrich Rebbe says, and scientists say that when you put the seed under a microscope, you'll actually see in very microcosm, in very small, but the Ampin, you'll see some of the seed of a tree. That's what he says. But even if you don't, this seed is going to grow into a tree. Explain to me how this big tree is all lying in one seed. So you have to say that there in some way, everything that's there, because remember, everything that you're going to be as a human being, once a child is born, was all nichol in that first cell. Nothing was nishadish. It's not like uh, after nine months, the Ebesha suddenly sends a, a new chamshacha. It all begins with that one nucleus, and that slowly develops. So when you start envisioning that, you can start seeing how something becomes from a state that's more pshittis to a state that's more tzir. We'll, t- we'll, we'll, um, we'll elaborate on it. I just uh, planted the seed, so to speak. No pun intended. Okay. <laughs> okay. Everyone have a good day. We'll stop here. Yeah. What you were saying.